Welcome to the Agoracom Podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. For those of you who are watching the move in precious metals, gold, silver, even some of the base metals, and you're trying to find those new companies, but you're looking for the ones that are juniors that are actually currently or imminently going to be generating revenue, then you're going to love this interview with Charlie Gold, which trades on the venture on the stock symbol XGC. The company's on the path to having more than one source of revenue in 2023, creating organic growth, and most importantly, positioning itself to self-fund. However you see that, self-fund drilling as flagship past-producing gold project El Oro which is a prolific high-grade gold-silver system with 8 million ounces of gold equivalent produced from only two of over 50 known veins. You can say it's a district-scale it's a, it's a gold project. Uh, in order to do this, they've acquired gold and silver projects with near-surface exploration potential, near-term production potential to create near-term cash flow to develop the flagship. We're going to talk about those because the headline today is Charlie Gold signs profit sharing agreement for the SDA plant in Mexico. Joanne, welcome back. Congratulations. Thanks very much, George. Before we get into the details, there are going to be a lot of new people watching this because they're seeing profit sharing. Who's Charlie? So let's talk a little bit about uh, what the about the SDA plant and what that just a little bit before we get into the details of the agreement. Sure. The SDA plant was in operation under, it was built by Vein Minerals um, and operated until about 2017. Um, and they they had um, profit sharing deals with various mines, smaller mines um, in the area. It's on the west coast of, of Mexico near, near Mazatlan, just south of Mazatlan. And um, they, they had revenues of up to a million, well, I guess one year they had two million a year. Um, but, you know, those are pretty nice revenues. So we did a deal to acquire that in 20, uh, 2020, and it took a little while. And then we were acquiring um, various other properties to feed it. And um, that was going very slowly to get things permitted, to get things, you know, to be able to drill off. And then we came up with this new negotiation recently. So we're very and, happy. And this is great because this is a binding LOI as a local Mexican mining group. We'll call them MCR, Mineta. Cinco Reales, but MCR for short. And they operate several mines and processing plants of up to between 150 and 300 tons per day. So this is a really great partner. How big is it for Chali to be able to sign uh, this kind of profit sharing agreement with someone with the likes of MCR? Well, it's fantastic because it takes, it's a, it's a one shop deal because now I don't have to negotiate the property deals and and the various drilling or other, you know, permitting that we needed for, for various things. And so they, they've got the mines, they've got the mineral, they've got the expertise to upgrade our plant because that was the other thing we needed to raise between 100 to 200,000 to upgrade the plant. Um, they're doing all that. And then we have automatic profit sharing and they have minimum payments to make, which really are, are just a percentage of what we expect, the 15% net profit um, to be, but at least we know we'll have minimum payments of revenue coming in. So let's talk about the deal now, the profit sharing. Uh, go into the broad strokes for us. How's the profit sharing work? 
what kind of revenue are you potentially expecting? I know you, you can't say for certain, but just to give everyone an idea, perspective. So uh, how, how are the mechanics and when do they start rolling in and what amounts do you foresee potentially for the company in, in 2023? Right. So uh, it's 15% of net profits. So what are the net profits going to be? Well, who knows, but we've, they've given us a pro forma cash flow model, which would give us around between 70, 80, 90,000 a month. Once wow. we're in full operation, now it could be go beyond that if they expand to 200 tons per day, because we're at 100 tons per day right now, um, or that's what it's built for. Um, so now what we did in our agreement is we said, okay, give us a minimum of 70% of your pro forma. If you really think, put your money where your mouth is. If you think that we're going to make, make this kind of profit, you know, once it's all up and running, well, guarantee us at least 70% of that. And so the payments work that small payments before, but up to 10 grand in the fourth month, 20 grand, the fifth, 30, 40, and then by 11th month, 50 grand is minimum. So this puts you in a, in, in a different stratosphere than most juniors, right, Joanne, that are still, you know, they've got, some have got great prospects, they're moving the products along, but very few are, you know, cash flowing. So just that portion alone puts you in rarefied air, don't you think? Exactly. It puts the plant to work and um, gets us the, you know, get initially it's keeping the lights on, but eventually it's going to be money that we can use to be exploring our LRO project. Yeah. And then in addition to that, we have all our LRO tailing steel, which we can talk about after. But Well, you took the words right in my mouth because that's my next question and you don't have my questions in front of you. Uh, but I've got here the tailings deal at Eloto with Sun River. That's your second source of revenue. Uh, tell shareholders what do they need to know? Uh, and what's the timing? Same, same as we went through with the with the plant there analysis. What's the timing? A ballpark amounts. What does that deal look like? Because that's a second source of revenue is amazing. Yeah, that's also uh, an NPI, five percent NPI of, of that deal. But we also get the first one and a half million that is owing to the municipality. So we negotiated in 2013, if you can believe, um, the deal with the municipality to have access to their tailings and reprocess them, we get all the gold and silver and pay back an NPI to the municipality. Um, now, Sun River Gold came in and then that was Hans von Michaelis who unfortunately passed away this past year um, and his three partners were very experienced engineers, mining engineers in, in tailings and other pro processing uh, operations. And so they've been putting up the money to do all the permitting and have started giving us a bit of cash flow. So 15,000 a month and, and an extra 35 grand every six months. Um, but the permits are all, all in the application and they've had very extensive discussions with the authorities and have been expecting to get the full permits for some time now. They did have to re well redo a land deal um, fairly recently, but that's all done. And that application has gone in about two months ago. So they need two different kinds of permits. One is to remove the tailings from the area in the municipality. And the other is to process them outside in a sort of an industrial center, but not that complicated. And so once, once they get fully permitted should be up and running. I don't know. I would, I would assume within about six months. And does that start to change the cash flow profile of that as well? Yeah, we we have a guaranteed income on that as well. So I think you're the only small junior company I know right now has got not one but two source, two source of revenue. And by the way, if you mentioned it, and I don't think we should just gloss over it, 
Uh, Chowley also receives the first $1.5 million of the municipality's uh, float. Can you explain that a little bit and when, when that might, how that works? Yeah, I think that has to be paid within the first two years. So, um, I mean, the full operation is about a five-year operation for the tailings. And again, no 43101 um, studies on it. So, I mean, we do have a 43101 on the resource. It's 120,000 ounces of gold and, and uh, 3 million ounces of silver. But um, uh, as far as the numbers that they've shown us, you know, it would be revenue of between five and $10 million while in during the operation. But they have to pay the, an NPI to the municipality and they have to pay 5% NPI to us. The municipality, we've got a tourism agreement with them and they've been using our underground workings. Now they took away some um, aspects of our underground workings that we were using. Uh, one is our storage for explosives and another is they've, um, they put an elevator in, in a shaft. So when they did all these modifications, we went back to the municipality and said, well, you've, this will cost us money uh, when we get in operation. So we need compensation for that. So because of that, we get the first one and a half million that they would get from their NPI to compensate us for. Got to give you credit. Along the way, you've been able to foresee things, lock them down in advance, and now you'll know, benefit from them and all the shareholders benefit from them. And that, yeah, that's just, been, that's just been a while, just, but we're getting there. <laughs> it just shows great contingency, contingency thinking at the at the management team, Joanne, of all you guys. I just, I, I love contingency thinking like that. That's my lawyer hat, but you know, when I hear contingency thinking, I say, okay, that's that's smart thinking. Now, if we ended the interview right there, we'd say, hey, Joanne, congratulations, two source of revenue. The, some money's already coming in and it looks like both are going to scale up significantly through 2023. Congratulations, let's come back on in a couple of months and, you know, see where you're at. But that's not the end of the story because all of this is for El Oro, right? Your hard rock project. So, you know, you're, you're lining all this up. That's why I said in the, in the, in the in intro, you're positioning yourself to self-fund drilling El Oro. So how does that look in right now? Based on what you guys are seeing potentially coming in with schedulers, performers, how does progress towards El Oro look? You, we haven't mapped that out yet. I mean, we know exactly where we want to drill. So if we did a deal with somebody tomorrow to, to do a decent earn-in on El Oro, we could be drilling. Otherwise, we'll wait till this cash flow all get, you know comes in and we, we get it running. But then we can be drilling in and not, I mean, other than permitting, which we've always had before, um, wouldn't take too long to get going. We know where we want to drill. We drilled, uh, well, we spent $10 million to earn 100% of the project from Gold Corp. And we, we proved that the gold and silver did not um, stop just below the old workings. And we've got up to more than 500 meters below old workings with very good gold and silver grades. We've got one particular high grade area where there's three structures that have up to 300 grams, over 300 grams um, silver and 32 grams gold and, and in, in different spots. I mean, it's not, but it's very interesting because there's three parallel structures that are all highly mineralized, as I say, gold and silver, maybe gold here, silver here, but it's gold and silver throughout the system. And then there's some kind of vertical component going through because the overlying volcanics are also very well mineralized. We had, a, I believe, 175 meters of a gram. And that's the only place we've found 75, you know, that kind of mineralization in the overlying volcanics. So we know that there's a vertical component. 
Now we took that away and did structural interpretation after all our drilling and discovered that while the veins are northwesterly, the, the high grade controls are northeasterly. So of course- For, for layman people, why is that important? The, the thing to understand, well, you need to know where the high grade is because it's one thing you've got this vein like this, but you've got bonanza zones along it. And so we know it's mineralized throughout, but you want to find where you've got a good pocket of, of lots of ore. Um, for instance, the second vein, that's on the San Rafael vein. On Veda Verde, um, San Rafael was already in production by three different mines, in three different mines, if you can believe. And another group came along, there's a mountain here hiding the vein. So they're in production from this side. Somebody decided to put drive a tunnel, the Dos Estrellas tunnel, um, to look for another vein. They hit Veda Verde. I think it was two years to drive the tunnel, just on hope, hope and a dream. And they hit that and they paid off two years of work within a month or two because they hit one of these bonanza zones. So it's the bonanza zones that get everybody excited and get, get your payback quickly. But of course you're gonna mine, you know, along the structure, but but you're gonna, you know, make your make your really good money in the bonanza zones. So we know where we've got these three areas. It's that's on the Samara Tuf sitting above it. Um, that's our target. We've got to get back in there. And it's a bit awkward because there's younger volcanics masking it and the drilling's deep, but that's where we want to drill. And why not? Because we're going to find, we believe, the Bonanza pocket. And it's got historical there already, right? So it's not, so yeah, that, that, let's let's make sure everyone remind everybody of that. Uh, you So you're, you guys are chomping at the bit, obviously. Last question for you. Do you foresee these cash flows, uh, you know, the middle of the road, if, the, if it's not the optimal, the lowest amount, but you know, if the cash flows from the other two sources uh, are, will they be sufficient in order for you to, to do what you need to accomplish in terms of drilling out of El Oro? Or do you somehow collateralize that cash flow to, to get a loan for you know $5 million or $10 million, something like that, so you can go at it even more aggressively? How does that potentially look? Yeah. Or maybe you haven't thought about that yet. No, we have thought about it. And yes, it, it is. It should be enough money if we can get both things going at once or we save up. But in addition to that, I think that the market, you know, we've, we've been in really tough years for a gold market for juniors. And so I think we would be able to raise money once we get the cash flow going as well and get the excitement of that or get a partner in or, or as you say, some kind of debt situation. Although exploration isn't often funded by debt, but um, but so yes, the answer to that is yes, I do believe we will have enough cash flow alone to do our own drilling eventually here. But having said that, we should have enough excitement in the whole company to be able to re raise the funds at a decent price. Well, it isn't often funded by debt exploration. That is mining is because the cash flow associated, exactly. but yeah. exploration isn't because typically George Com George Com mining doesn't have any cash flow. So I can't go borrow money to but you might be in that very unique position that I've, ne that I've never seen before. Last question. Do you think you'd be able to get back to El Oro in 2023 uh, on the balance of probabilities? Again, I'm not looking to give you an exact, you know, we're not going to, we're not actually making a market call. We should be, should be a applying for our drilling permits and be ready to go. Yes. But whether we can actually drill in 2023, I'm a very conservative person being a, PGO and all that, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't want to promise that, but definitely we'll be, we'll be working on our drilling permits, yes. Well, one thing for sure is we know that Chali is going to look significantly different on December 31st, 2023, 
than it looked on January 1st, 2023, correct? I would, I would certainly believe so, yes. Well, Joanne, congratulations to you and the team. It's amazing. What I really love is you guys went out and told the market, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to acquire near-term revenue-generating, potential revenue-generating projects, and all that is in order to be able to go and really do what we got to do at Eloro, our past-producing gold, uh, gold project at Eloro. And you're on the cusp of it right now. Uh, yes. Short of a, some kind of a back black swan event, you're there. So that's really impressive. I don't think I've really seen anybody uh, plan out something so unique I've never seen a company talk about not one, but two possible, you know, source of revenue and actually achieve it and then head for the big third element of the company. So I can't wait to have you back uh, when we have even more clarity and, and, and more things going on. But until then, Joanne, on behalf of all shareholders, including us, congratulations. Thanks very much, George. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Joanne Fries, she's president and CEO of Chally Gold, trades in Canada under XGC. For those new to the story, because you see this profit sharing agreement and wondering, who are these guys with the profit sharing agreement? You want to know more about the company? Start your due diligence at Agoracom, because there's a lot going on here. This is not your standard, George got a gold project, we're going to drill it and hope for the best. So many moving parts, so many successful moving parts of this. We've got it all laid out for you there for, so you can understand, get a good thousand foot view. And then with that knowledge in, 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 in position, head over to the Charlie website, do your deep dive due diligence. And hopefully today you discovered your next amazing small cap resources company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Thanks, George. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.